What's up, what's up, everybody? It is your your host, the big home in the building, Reverend DT Version. Those of you who don't know me, um, my name is Reverend DT Version. The D stands for my first name, Dinita, and the T stands for my last. My 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 middle name, both my um my middle name and my last name, but I would say my middle name, and I'm not gonna say too much of what my middle name is, but it is a combination with my mom, my, my dad and my mom. That's what middle name. So what's up? And if you know me, what's going on? What's going on? I'm back with another, not another, but I'm back. Well, welcome to the new podcast. It's the new Spartan and sexy, the new body. What's going on? And if you hear music in the background, I'm sorry. I try my best not to have it in the background, but it is what it is. But anyway, we come here. We are here for you guys to. We're going to be going through the um the book of Saint John. We're going to be focusing. We're going to be doing a Bible study. Yes, guys. Yes, guys. For those of you who don't know, I am. I got ordained as a minister. If you have not, if you don't know it, I am an ordained minister. I'm a reverend. I'm a pastor. I'm a bishop. And I'm a head pastor, I'm a lead pastor, and a senior pastor. So, yeah, so that's what you need to know. So, anyway, guys, and we're, um, we're, I decided to do, like, a Bible study for those of you in the meantime. So, I, we could go through the, the book of St. John. So, we're going to be by the end of, by by the end of this week or two weeks or whatever, we're going to dive them into St. John first. Then we're going to move along to different chapters because the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit want me to read St. John. The Holy Spirit want me to read St. John for some reason. So we're going to start. I don't want to make this thing too long. We're just going to go because the goal is to read chapter one and two. It's going to be 2-2. Two, two. Everything is 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. That means two chapters. Chapter 1, chapter 2, and all that stuff. We're going to focus on two chapters each. And then, as we focus on two chapters, then by the end of this month, we could be finished on St. John or whatever, and move on to the next, um, next book. So anyway, so for those of you... Um, I'm going to give you a small introduction to what my ministry is about, my church. If you have not, check out my YouTube channel. Go ahead and check it out. It is called Alpha. It is called Alpha. And I will be I will be changing it, so, but I don't, I'm going to keep the Alpha and, um, and put um, Reverend. I'm going to be putting Reverend, my name. Reverend DT um, Ministries, and then after that, then yeah, then let's go back. But anyway, so as I want to tell a bit about my church, about what we're doing, it is going to, it is non denominational, and 
we're going to be doing Bible study Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. But since we're doing this Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, um, Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, we are, I'm going to be doing it differently. Because we're going to be diving deep in the Gospel of John, we're going to um, dedicate all this week. Now, doing Bible study from now until Sunday, so you guys, so we could achieve that goal and to be finish St. John. The goal is to finish St. John by um, two weeks, in two weeks or two or three weeks. So let's start and we're going to go into it. And yeah, so starting from chapter one, and I want you guys to pay attention. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you as I am reading the St. John. I'm not, I'm going to be, I'm not going to just be reading. I will be preaching because that's why I call it Bible study. So you guys can understand. I want you guys to ask, uh, understand the Gospel of John. And I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Yes, I know there are different versions of the Bible, but we're going into St. John, um, St. John, and then, and then I'm going to um, share with you the NIV version of St. John 1 and 2 as well. So let's start. So, as in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I'm going to repeat that again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So in that first scripture, it's saying that the Word, this is God's Word, the Bible is God's Word. The Word is God's Word. It is God's Word that is in the Bible. It is God's Word that He put. This is, that's what it's saying. The first, the first thing, it says, in the beginning was the Word. This the word of God. The Bible is God's word. That's what God is saying in that verse. The Bible is God's word. Let's move on to the, the second. This is the second verse. The same was in the beginning with God. You see that? The same was in the beginning with God. That means the word. The same, the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. All things. That means the Bible is uh, the Bible was made by Him. The Bible was created through God. He's the one that wrote the Bible from beginning to end. Now, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Let me repeat that again so you guys can understand that. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him, pay attention to this one, guys. In him was life. So with God, there's life in us, there's breath in our lungs, there's breath in our lungs. 
That's what God is saying right there. And in him was life. He's he's um he's about life. He's a, he's about being alive because we're here for a purpose. We're here for a purpose. We're here so we can fulfill our destinies, our destiny that God put into our li- into our lives right now to be for us to be um available on this earth. That's what that verse is saying because it said in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shining into darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light and all men through him might believe he was not that light but was sent to be a witness of the light I'm going to repeat that again he was not that light but was sent to be a witness of the light that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not so that verse in verse 8 of saint john chapter uh, chapter 1 verse 8 it says like um not verse uh, sorry about that in verse 10 it said he was in the world. God was in a part. Remember, right there, he was in the world. It's saying that he he came in the shape of a human being, right? He came in the shape of a human being. And the world was what? Made by him. The world was made through God. That's what the verse is saying. He was a part. He was in the world. You, that's what I said. He was in the world. And and God created this world. That's what that's why we because remember, um this world is all about circular motion. At each day, each day is everything is in circular motion. It's circle. I keep I think of the word circle. The word um, the world is designed in a circular motion. Earth. That's the name of what God put right now. We are in Earth. And Earth is in shape of a circle. And what that means is that we're shaping the circle because we're little tiny, tiny ants. But like, we're in this world for a reason. That's why that verse is saying the world was made by him. But he what he said, the world knew him not. That's why. And not many people know who God is. And for us, we got to know who God is. That's what the verse 10 is saying. We got to know him. Because God wants to have a relationship. God wants to have a relationship. So if you if you do not know God, build that bond. Now is the time. Now is the time because God wants to have relationship with you. God wants 
a relationship with you. That's the only thing that matters to God. That's why in Matthew 6 verse 33, it says to seek God first. Seek Him first. And all His righteousness shall be added unto Him. What that verse is saying that you put God first. You put Him first. Every little thing shall become unto you. And the reason why I'm, I'm talking about Matthew 6 verse 33, so you guys could understand what St. John is talking about. That's why God is saying, this is in relate to Matthew 6, 33, because verse 10 is saying, the world knew him not. So the so Matthew 6, verse 33, should seek him first. He's telling, he, like God is saying in Matthew 6, verse 33, in order for you to know me, you have to seek me. And there's another verse that says, seek me, find me, knock, and it shall be open. So that's what there's a verse in the Bible that says I don't remember what the link is what the verse is, but I know it's in the Bible. So let's continue. Next verse. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many has received him, to them give he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Wow, this is powerful right here. I'm going verse 14. Oh, hope you're following. And the word was made flesh. And dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake, he that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me, and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. For the love was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man, had, when I mean absolutely no man, no man had seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. And this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed, and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they ask him, What then? Art thou Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou that, that prophet? And he answered, No. There's a lot going on in this part. Verse 22. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? 
that we may give an answer to them that sent us. That sayest thou of thyself, He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him, and said unto him, Why baptizeth thou then, if thou be not that Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? John answered and saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you, whom ye know not. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latched, and I'm not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethabar, in Bethabar, sorry about that, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taking away the sin of the world. <coughs> Excuse me. He, this is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me, and I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. That is being baptized. That's baptism right there. And this and in John, the baptism is in the word of John. And this is in the Gospel of John. And John bore record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon me. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. <coughs> and I saw and bore record that this is the Son of God. And I call myself the Son of God, but we are all Son of God. No, we're all Son of God. God didn't like choose what if, if it's a male or female. We are all Son of God. Again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and said unto them, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi. You know, Rabbi. That means master. It means master. Where dwellest thou? He said unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day. For it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him 
was Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted Christ. Messiah means Christ. And he brought him to Jesus, and when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou shalt be called Cephas, which is, by interpretation, Cephas means stone. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find at Philip, and said unto him, Follow me. And Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael, and said unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him, and said to him, Behold an Israelite indeed. In whom is no God? Nathanael said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, that means master, thou art the son of God, thou art the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou, thou shalt see greater things than these. And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. That was the first chapter of St. John. Now, <clears throat> what I want you guys to do, if your version of the Bible is different, you can read your version, and 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 if you have the NIV version or the New King James Version, because we have different versions of the Bible. So if you have one of those versions, the New King James Bible, the New King James or the NIV, and it's different from the King James Bible, because the King James Version and the New King James Version are two different versions of the Bible. So if you were following along, thank you. I want you guys, tell me in your own words, what did God tell you in chapter 1? And I want you guys to get a sheet of paper. Get a sheet of paper. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on your phone. Go on your phone. Go on your notepad. Go on your notepad. And write down, jot down the key things that God, that you heard the Holy Spirit was saying in that version. What the, If you have the King James Bible... And it's the same as mine. I want you guys to write it in, inside your phone notepad. And I want you guys, as soon as you've done, I want you to share it with me. Share with me. The email. My email is, is, uh, is available. Go on my email. Tell me to the leader. 
at gmail.com. Angelaleader at gmail.com. Go ahead, email me. <clears throat> now let's go to chapter two. So I don't need to explain that because um, if because the goal the goal of reading the the gospel of Saint John is to understand what God is saying about John in the first chapter. We all know that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was with God. I want you guys to tell me what did the Holy Spirit, what did God is saying right in that in that chapter. So let's move on to chapter two. Let's move on to chapter two. Excuse me. Chapter two. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and a mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called, and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he said unto you, do it. And there were set there three water pots of stone, after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three virgins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they fill them up in the brim, to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they are bored. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants who drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and said unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set, set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. After this, he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother, and his brethren, and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. There's a lot going on right here. And the Jews' Passover was at hand. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and Jesus' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went to Jerusalem. Turn up quick. <coughs> so I, I hope you guys understand what that first part of that verse is saying. So let me read this real quick. So, we got to understand. And there is a picture of the marriage in Cana. You see people, before I continue with the scripture, you're going to see um, there's a, there's a, um, the marriage in Cana. There's people gathered around. There's people like, um, like, there's people bowing down and all that kind of stuff. There's people gathering around. That's what they call it, the marriage in Cana. There's people gathering around. There's people all together. All that kind of stuff. Uh, that's what it means that the marriage in Cana. 
So continue with chapter 2, verses 14. And found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple, and the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money, and overthrew the tables, and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things in, make not my father's house an, an house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The seal of thine house hath eaten me up. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? <clears throat> Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The, and said the Jews, Forty and sixty was his temple in the building, and wilt thou wear it up in three days? And he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, that they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. And now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover in the feast day, many believed in his name. When they saw the miracles which he did, but Jesus did not commit himself unto them, because he knew all men, and needed not, not that any should testify of man, for he knew that what was in him. So, in that chapter 1 and chapter 2, same thing with chapter 1, same thing with chapter 2. If you were following, you will know what God is saying in that chapter. <clears throat> Go ahead, <coughs> excuse me, and read, read it again, read it again. Read it again so you can understand what God is saying. If, if you're following, good. I want you to read what 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 was the Holy Spirit say? What was God saying in that scripture? That is very important. As I said, get your phone, get your tablet, get your paper, whatever it is you want to do. If you want to keep it in your phone, and and it's because the purpose of this podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to um, for you guys to understand because I'm breaking down what the Bible is saying in John. Because the Holy Spirit led me to go through John. And I decided to do a Bible study so you guys could um, understand what the Gospel of St. John is. So, yeah. So, what I'm going to be doing is t telling you the, the NIV version. I know, yes. The New International Version, guys. Now, the, remember, as I said before, the New International Version and the King James Bible is very different. And it's different because there are different um, meanings to what it's saying. We already know in the beginning was the word, and the word was the God, and the word was God. You know, so let's go to the NIV. 
and we're going to go to St. John 1 and I'm gonna I, I have um, time so let's go through it real quick so let's go through it so let's start let's go to John John chapter let's go back to John chapter 1 if you have the NIV version go ahead and I'm going to give you a few minutes to look for John 1. And once you have it, I will be reading along. So give me a minute. Let me pull it up real quick. So, so I'll give you guys time while I'm looking for it. Because right now I'm, I'm making sure I'm on, on that area. So give me a few minutes. And it won't take long. Okay. A lot of this, and gonna... okay. So, the new international version. The new international version is different. So, let's go here. We have time. So, excuse me. Sorry about that. John. It's not pulled up for some reason, but I'm gonna look for it. I put John, but it, it, it give me Matthew. Oh, let me see if I could. It's not showing Matthew. I'm not showing John. Oh, wait a minute. I think I, I know what I did wrong. Alright, so let's go to John and verses 1. And then we're going to jump to two. Now, the new international version is is kind of the same, but let's see what this version is saying. Let's see what this version is saying. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that was being made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to everyone who's coming to the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. And if you don't know what light is, I will tell you later. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has suppressed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace and place, 
of grace already given. <coughs> For the law was given through Moses. Grace includes him through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. No one. Not one human being has ever seen God. The reason why that part is there, no one has ever seen God, because it's saying that um, no one cannot see God because there's a verse in the Bible that says that God is everywhere, everywhere. Although you can't see him, but he is there. He is there. That's why that verse 18 says no one has ever seen God. And that's true. No one has ever seen God. No one knows how God looks like because he's everywhere. He's all around us. He's all around us. So that's why that... No, so remember, no one has ever seen God. Not one soul. Nobody knows. Even at the beginning of time. Even at the beginning of time. No one knows who God is because guess what? Although he created this earth he created this earth and and as i said before we are in a circular the earth is in a circular shape so each circular shape is like when the as it's, it's moving in circular motion the sun like the thing is moving in circular motion that's why there's a new day a new day every Day, day and night, day and night, day, it's, it's moving in circular motion. So, <clears throat> but the one and only Son, who is Himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made Him known. Now, this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fa fail to confess, but confess freely. I am not the Messiah. They ask him, then who are you? Are you guys listening to what this part is saying? So, here we go. Who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, what? No. Finally, they said, who are you? Give us an answer to take to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness, make straight the way for the Lord. Now the Pharisees who had been sent questioned him, why then do you baptize if you are not the Messiah? So nor Elijah nor the prophet. Now are you guys seeing what's going on? Your first thing that they said, who are what? Who are you? So, God is, it, this part is saying that, um, right there is definitely saying that he's saying, who are you? He, they want to know who is baptizing them. They want to know who, who is, who is this? Are you a prophet? Are you a what? God is saying, God is making sure that the right person is baptizing them. That's what it's saying in that part. That's to make sure the right person baptized it. If you're the Messiah, prove it. That's what that verse is saying. Prove it. It's like, if you're the prophet, show me. That's what that verse is saying. So, verse 26. I baptize with water, John replies, but among you stands, the, stands one you do not know. 
He is the one who comes after me, the scraps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany, on the other side of the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, this is the, this is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me will surprise, will suppress, surpass me because he was before me. I myself do not know him, but the reason I came baptized with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave his testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. Oh my goodness. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain. <clears throat> is the one who is baptized with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. And you guys, see, so I'm gonna repeat that again. And I have seen and testify that this is God's chosen one. <clears throat> right there, that's talking about baptism. So you know when you're ordained as a minister, I'm an ordained minister, right? So, <clears throat> if I am baptizing anyone, right? And that baptism is a symbol. It's a symbol that you're giving, that person is giving their life to God. And not just only that, you hear what the verse said? This is God's chosen one. So, when there's so baptism there's a difference between the the first baptism in court the, the first baptism is for a child's baptism a child's baptism is different from adults baptism so when you're baptizing a child it's instead of <clears throat> instead of doing it the way the adults are doing it you cannot use the child baptism on an adult, adult person. Same thing the other way around. You cannot use an adult side and do it on a baby. But you don't want the baby to drown. Right? So, it, the reason why I'm saying this is because the adult baptism, you have to dump the adult in the water. A baby, you can't do that. You can't, a baby, you can't do that. That's why there's a difference between a child baptism and an adult baptism. So in that verse that I was reading, when you're baptized, when you're duck in the water, anything for an adult, you duck in the water, you come out of the water. Now God is saying this is the chosen one. That's the chosen one. That's why God put that in that verse. That's why God put that in that verse. Because he's saying, you do the baptism, but there's no water. This is a chosen one. Sins are forgiven. Blah, blah, and yeah, so that's baptism. So let's go through this real quick. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. You see, remember, you keep hearing the word two, two, two. You know how many times um, the word two has been mentioned in the Bible? Exactly. Two. There's a meaning for the for the number two, the word two. So 
When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two, again, disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi. What do you think that means? Rabbi means teacher. That's what rabbi means. Rabbi means teacher. And not just only that. Rabbi also means teacher and master. So when you hear somebody say rabbi, they're saying teacher. They're saying master. Master, same as teacher. Master. Where are you Are you saying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying. And they spent that day with him. It was about the four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him he had found the Messiah. So remember, they were looking for the Messiah. They want to know who is the Messiah, right? So the first said, they want to know who he is. Nobody knows who the Messiah is. Why do you think they're going around? Oh, um... Who's the Messiah? I can't find. Who are you? Who are you? You know? That's what um was mentioning earlier. So let's go back. Verse 42. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas. Now Cephas, that means Peter, right? That is translated into Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave Galilee, finding Philip. He, sought to, he, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathaniel and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of, the son of Joseph. So, let me stop there for a few seconds so you guys will understand. Remember this. That's definitely the son of Joseph. And who was Jesus' mother? Mary. So remember that. Excuse me. Jesus' parents or Mary and Joseph. Those are Jesus' parents. If you don't know that, now you know. Nazareth. We're moving on. Nazareth. Can anything good kill? Come from there, Nathaniel asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathaniel approaching, he said to him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathaniel asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathaniel declared, Rabbi, teacher, master, master, teacher, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe. Because I told you I saw you under the fig tree, you will see greater things than that. He then added, Fairly truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. So, that is the first John and that's the NIV version. So let's jump into John 2 real quick. I'm almost out of time. I'm almost out of time. So let's jump into John 2, John verse 2 real quick. And I already read 
John 2, the King James Version. So we're going to do the NIV Version. So let's do it quick. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee, right? Jesus' mother was there. Who was that? That's Mary. And Jesus and his disciple had also been invited to the wedding. And the wine was gone. Jesus' mother said to him, they have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not come yet. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from the 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it out to the master of the banquet. Master, rabbi, same thing, rabbi, rabbi of the, they did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where that come from. There were the servants who had drawn the water in. Then he called the bridegroom aside <coughs> and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after the guests had too much drink. But you have the best till now. What Jesus did there in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs to which he revealed his glory. And his disciples believe in him. So basically, let's go to what um, was mentioned a while ago. There's a lot going on. They're talking about a wedding. They're talking about marriage. The marriage in Cana. In Cana, right? The marriage in Cana, and there was like a lot of people there gathering around and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot going on. So you talk about the bridegroom, exactly. They're talking about night right here. So when, since, if you are an ordained minister, right? This is John. The Gospel of John is the best place to start reading the bible so if you don't know how to read the bible right and you don't know where to read look in the gospel of john that's the first thing i recommend you read before anything else it's up to you whether you want to read um like break it down in half or you know it's up to you, if you want to start from beginning until the end or however way you want to put it however you want to put it is up to you. Anyway, back to this. Let's let's go through this real quick. Verse eleven says, "What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs to which he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples. They stayed there for a few days. When it was almost time for the Jew Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem." In the temple, of course, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at the tables exchanging money. <clears throat> so he made a whip out of course. <clears throat> he drove all the temple courts, <clears throat> both sheep and cattle. He, he shattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's into a mar market. You see that? There's a lot going on right here. His disciples remember that it is written. You know what? Remember, you know what that is saying? It is written. God, it said, it is written. Seal for your house will consume you. 
We, we all know what it means. What it means that it is written. Right? Verse 18. The Jews then responded to him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to all this? You understand this? Destroy this tem- the temple. God wants to destroy the temple. That's what it's saying right there. And I will raise it up again. God is saying right there, You destroy the temple and I will make it up, 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 build up again in three days. Like God is saying, He wanted to be squared like right now, so He could build it up in in that day, in in that much days. They replied, "It was taking forty six years to build this in this temple, and you're going to raise it in three days. It it takes time. God is saying it takes time to build that temple. It takes time. It takes it takes time to build the temple because you gotta you gotta make it fancy, make it look good, make it look jazzy, make it look spicy, make it look whatever, and it takes that much years." to build a temple and he said you're going to raise it in three days in three days you'll raise it God is given like an instruction that's the word I'm looking for instruction but the temple he has spoken of was his body remember right in verse 21 of John is saying your body is a temple of the living God right so God is saying right there that you have to take care of that temple. This is, this is a temple that God created. Your temple is your body. That's why God wants you to protect it. Put the right foods in your body. Take care of it. God wants you to take care of that body that he gave you. That's why your body is a temple of the living God. You have to purify Make sure it's pure. Make sure you put the right things on your body that's what God is saying right here he's making it known that your body is a temple of the living God let's go almost time for me to close it at about 6 minutes so we gonna go through this don't worry we got this after he was raised from the dead his disciples recall what he had said then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken now while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the signs he was performing and believing in his name, signs and wonders. That's what it is. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, but he knew all the people. He knew everybody. That's the that's the worst thing. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. So now you guys know. That's the NIV version. So you see the difference between the NIV and the King James version? All right. The King James version is talking more about um, the marriage thing. There's more to because in the King James version, if you pay attention to what the King James is telling you, then you'll understand what it means. So compare that. Compare that, and you will see what God is saying right there. So anyway, I got five minutes, so let me hush my my mouth because the Holy when it comes, the Holy Spirit will take over. So I got five minutes. But anyway, if you have learned something, I appreciate it for taking time out to listen to this podcast. You guys have been amazing. You guys have been amazing. If you guys learned something, you know what to do. You know what to do. Um, the um, the buttons are there. You wanna um, if you wanna if you have any questions, comments, whatever it is, 
whatever you want, even the questions, whatever. You can find me on YouTube. Our church, our church is on YouTube. I will uh in the next in the next Bible study, we're gonna be diving deep into telling you what the link because um right now we're working on naming YouTube channel. So yeah. So anyway guys Let's let's do a quick prayer, quick prayer, and then we're gonna end this podcast. I got four minutes, so let's make use of it. We gonna make use of it. Spirit of the Living God, I thank you for today. We thank you for sending your Son Jesus Christ to die on Calvary's cross to pay for our sins. Lord God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for the word itself. Let me brought your people. Lord God, anoint the people who have who is hearing my voice right now, who's understanding what the word has been saying. All the things that I've been mentioning about the gospel of John. Let it be um speak to the people who is listening to who is listening to this word and reading this gospel of Saint John. Lord God speak to your people. As we going forward, we're gonna do more Bible study, God. Allow speak to me, Lord. Speak, speak to me as I go through this Bible study all of this week. Be with me, protect me, keep protect your people, protect your people, guide your people. I thank you, anoint me, anoint, anoint your people. Lord God, I thank you for your grace and mercy. I thank you for all that you have done, all the things that you have given to us. Lord God, for those of who don't know who don't know you I speak to them right now I speak to their bodies I speak to their hearts I speak to their bodies right now anoint the people who doesn't know you God be a part of them show them that you are there for them Lord God I speak healing and protectance around you Lord God I speak I break every joke that is not of you oh God out of these people whoever is listening to this message i thank you and i praise you in all you do and i give thanks and praise to your name i thank you for dying it was references thank you for this ordinance that you have arranged thank you for allowing me to be ordained and allow me to minister to your people and all the things that you have for me i thank you and i praise you and i bless my partner bless my partner protect protect my partner be with, be with, you have put together an excellent union. Thank you, and I praise you in all you do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I got two minutes. See, everything going on schedule. All right, y'all. I'm going to give you a quick advice right now before I'm going to do, I'm going to just, I'm just, I'm going to speak what God is saying right now. I'm going to just let it flow. It's all about let it flow. I keep him for let it flow. But I speak breakthrough in your life. I speak anointing. I got one minute. I speak anointing to the people of my voice. I speak up. I want to activate that gift, the talent, any talent that is in anyone with this list. I'm activating that gift. Let me activate it. It needs to be activated. I speak to that talent I speak to that gift that is inside everyone who's listening to this that you activate that gift activate it Father activate it spread out the living light thank you activate it and let it flourish alright guys I'm gonna go now
Thank you. The, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, it, I'm telling you, I will go on. But let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, this is Reverend BT Freshie, and I'm signing out. Thank you so much, and God bless.